Welcome back to the Mindset Mother podcast. And if you're new here, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I have a very special guest, one of my good friends, Alex Vieira. She is the confident parent, if you have seen her on Instagram or Facebook. And she is here today to talk about the nervous system and everything that comes with it, burnout and parenthood, et cetera, et cetera. So Alex, thank you so much for coming on. Yes, thank you for having me. So explain to everyone what it is that you do and with the nervous system and helping parents. Yes, so I'm an occupational therapist and I started out working with kids in like the homes and daycares and the clinics and that's always been my passion to help kids. And I just working with parents too, I'm like, man, what difference am I really making in these children's lives if I send them home to dysregulated parents, right, who can't be present and they're burned out and they're in survival mode because, right, our kids need connected, present parents. So that's kind of where this idea started. I was having dreams and God whispering in my ear, like, work with parents. And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a really big pushback. And then I don't know. I just started like having this joy of like wanting to work with parents and caregivers. And um, yeah, I kind of just fell into my lap because OT for moms and parents isn't really a thing. Um, I didn't see a lot of people doing this. So yeah, it just kind of happened. And it's really exciting. It's good work. (laughs) Yeah, you're the first person I've come across that does this for parents and I and we need it the most I feel like we're raising young children it's really stressful it's really hard and we weren't given the tools when we were children like a lot of us most of us weren't giving any tools so what you're doing is amazing it's incredible and help me personally so I can you know give my own little testimony at the end but yeah it's just incredible so what exactly is the nervous system? Because I feel like it's a buzzword in the personal development mm-hmm. space recently. I don't know about you, but I feel like everyone's talking about the nervous system and no one's actually talking about what it actually is. And I honestly didn't really understand what it was. I remember learning about it in school a little bit, but when everyone's uh-huh. like, I need to regulate my nervous system, I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Well, like, you big, know, big crazy word. Yeah. So. <laughs> Will you just explain in case there's anyone else out there like me who didn't really understand? (laughs) Yes. And you're right. Like so many people are talking about it now, which is a great thing. So our Mm -hmm. nervous system is essentially like our brain body connection, right? It's like our brain, our spinal cord, our nerves. We have the autonomic nervous system. That's like our organs, you know, doing its own thing, keeping us alive. And then we have our somatic nervous system, which is, the things we can control, like our movement and, you know, all those things. And in our autonomic nervous system that we cannot control, it kind of branches off into the sympathetic nervous system, which we all know is fight or flight, and then the parasympathetic nervous system, which is rest and digest. All right, these are not things we can control. We can't control if we're in fight or flight or not. Um, And that's where we experience, like, this, ongoing overwhelm and burnout like we just are in this state of fight or flight and survival mode for so long um, and it's 
<clears throat> not something people really talked about. Like now people are, are like, I want a therapist who understands the nervous system and understands the body, right? Because if you're looking to heal uh, and you're just doing it maybe with talk therapy, which is great, you have to understand what's happened to your body and what is going on in your body, right? Like that brain-body connection. Um, so it's really just everything. It's, you know, who we are, essentially. And I like to think of it as, you know, we're holistic beings. We're, mm -hmm. we're emotional, we're spiritual, we're mental, we're physical. And that's our, our nervous system is all of that. Yes, yeah, so true. We have to pay attention to all of those different things. Like, it's easy to get caught up in just the physical or the mental or the spiritual, but it's all working together to make us who we are. So yes, like I said, this work is incredible. <laughs> so how we talked about how you got into this role. Um, how do parents make time for themselves? I know a lot of people have trouble carving out time for themselves and it makes parenthood even that more stressful because it's like, I never have time for myself. I literally mm -hmm. just said it to my husband today. I'm like, I feel like I don't have any time to myself. I don't have a second to even think. And, you know, like it's so easy to get caught up in parenthood and all of the daily tasks and routines that it's hard to carve out time for ourselves. So how would, how do you suggest parents do that? Yeah, so that's something I hear all the time. Like, I, you know, I, I make a reel and someone's like, well, how? How did you do this? How do, how do you make time to take care of yourself? And I think we, you know, it could just be like a limiting belief also. Like, I don't have time. I don't have time. We're always telling ourselves this. And the truth is, you don't need a whole hour or two hour block to take care of yourself. Like, it's the littlest things. Like, it's the little habits, the five minute morning routine. Like, I think my routine is like maybe three minutes, you know, like taking a break, 10 minutes to go outside, uh, go for a walk, you know, get present in your body. Like these little things just take a few minutes here and there. And it's really habit. And I know like you as a, the mindset mother, you understand, you know, the power of consistency and habits. And it's everything because like ideally, even if you're not a parent, like no one has like these big blocks, chunks of time. And I think that's where that, that limiting belief is. I don't have the time. Um, but we do have five minutes here, five minutes there. You know, even if you work full time and you have children, um, you know, having flexibility in your schedule is really helpful too. But it is it is possible. Yes. <laughs> I know because I, I work in a clinic almost full time. I have a side business. I have two young kids. You know, I'm like the primary homemaker. Um, and when I was dysregulated and like so burnt out, I would have never thought I could do all these things and like not be burnt out, but it's totally possible. And it's implementing these little habits and building that awareness around like, Hey, I need to like rest right now. Like I'm starting to feel a little overwhelmed. Like, let me just take a few minutes. Um, I think what happens is we're always going, always like we're not meant to be going all the time. And when we have a few minutes, we scroll on our phone or like we empty the dishwasher um, and we don't just sit and rest and be, um, which is hard for most of us. That's why I call it forced rest. We have to force ourselves to rest. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. We do have to force ourselves to rest or else we won't. Yeah. The next day will come and you say, oh, I'll rest today. And then the end of the day mm -hmm. happens. You're like, oh, I didn't rest. And then it keeps going. It's a never ending cycle. You literally mm -hmm. have to plan it like you plan a workout 
like yeah. if, like a routine you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah that that's great and i love how you said that you only need five minutes or your your routine's only three minutes long like that's mm-hmm. something i needed to hear today because <laughs> you know going from having no kids and having these practices to having two kids it's like mm-hmm. oh someone woke up i didn't get to finish my routine you know what i mean and it's like mm-hmm. Well, that all just went to waste. Like my journaling, I'm not going to be able to finish, but I don't need a journal for a half hour like I used to before kids. I can yeah. write a couple of things I'm grateful for or affirmations or what you said, the limiting beliefs. That's definitely something that comes up a lot in parenthood. I feel like our limiting beliefs are just so amplified mm-hmm. when we have young children. Yeah. So, yeah, that's great advice. Yeah. Another question I have for you is how do we stop snapping at our kids? So when we're dysregulated, excuse me, when we're dysregulated and, you know, it's boiling and bubbling and coming up and then you just snap at your kids, how do we Mm -hmm. avoid getting to that point? (laughs) Yeah. So understanding the sensory system. So, right, your sensory system is a part of your nervous system. And understanding like your sensory needs and understanding that like, like you said, things build up, like your sensory system is cumulative, like that stuff builds, the stress builds, the task builds, you know, the, the ongoing touch, the noise, and, and like it builds and builds and builds, I like to think of like our sensory system as a cup. And as the day goes on, it fills and fills and fills, like I know I am mostly snapping at my kids like in the evening, because <laughs> it's mm-hmm. been a long day. Um, I got home, I had a long day today, and I'm like, you guys are jumping on the trampoline, okay, I have my 20-pound weight, and I'm just going to, like, for a few minutes, just, like, try to to regulate, try to, you know, ground myself a little bit, Um, because I don't want to be snapping when I'm trying to cook dinner, and then someone's having a meltdown, and then someone else wants to eat candy because they're starving. (laughs) Yes. So it's really, really understanding your sensory needs, too. And building that awareness of like <clears throat> it's building right and sometimes we snap and then we're like oh my gosh um mm-hmm. but when you like do this work of understanding your needs you can start to build awareness like before it happens it's pretty amazing like what this work does and just being aware of like this is a hard part of the day for me like how do i make this easier for myself right like it's, it's problem solving and I think I've told you, like, you're like your own detective. You're, yes. you're figuring out, like, how is my day going? You know, you review, you go through your six basic needs. You know, I haven't slept well. I didn't move today. My nutrition was not on point. So when you're not meeting your basic needs, you're way more likely to be, like, dysregulated, right? And that snapping is going to come. So it really starts with that awareness. And knowing when that cup is filling up. And right, that rest, those little habits, like take the fluid out of the cup to prevent it from overflowing. Um, so it really starts with building that awareness around your sensory needs. Yeah, that's so true. So that's something you helped me with greatly. So today I knew I had this podcast with you, obviously, scheduled for it's eight o'clock my time, probably nine o'clock your time. And this is the tough part of the day for me. And I'm usually really tired. So I made yeah. sure before dinner, I did some heavy work. So I could, because yeah. I wanted to be in a good mood. I wanted to be good energy when we d- recorded this podcast. And I knew if I didn't uh-huh. do that, I yeah. was going to be a mess, honestly. Yes. So 
it really did help me like it's it's insane i just got the two kids in the stroller i got my dog and we were booking it down the street until i felt regulated and then we turned around and i walked home <laughs> yeah you're like complete so, the stress cycle ah! yes yes let's talk about the stress cycle because you told me about stress cycles and it blew my mind yes that's awesome so yeah like you knowing movement is one of like is your priority when it comes to your basic needs like this is what makes me feel better this is what helps me regulate and i'm gonna do that right and you like set yourself up for success <clears throat> so the stress cycle essentially um and i talk about emily nagoski in her book burnout <clears throat> she kind of mm. talks about the stress cycle i know every woman i work with ends up buying the book because it's so good <laughs> But the, the stress cycle is essentially right when you get into this fight or flight. So back in the day, we had real physical threats. Like we were like running from tigers and like trying not to get picked up by like pterodactyls. Like we had real fight or flight or stress, right? Like a bear being behind us. And when you're in fight or flight, this is right. Your autonomic nervous system. You cannot control this. Your body perceives a threat, right? And all it wants to do is like try to survive a situation. So adrenaline, you know, increases, cortisol increases, like your your organs, like essentially like your digestion stuff, like bladder, like everything just freezes to try to protect you. And when you get into a fight or flight state, right? Like say, you know, that tiger is chasing you and you're trying to survive and then like, like the tiger disappears, then your nervous system is not gonna be like, oh, sweet, okay, we could chill now, you know? <laughs> like, no, like, you are you are amped up. Like, your body is, like, anticipating this threat, and you're just here. Um, so there is a way to complete the stress cycle and tell your body that you're safe, right? Not necessarily the brain, it's the body. It's kind of like we're tricking the body, but we're working with our body to be like, hey, it's okay, there's no tiger, we're safe. And like today in modern day, most of our threats are psychological, right? I mean, some people do have real stresses, like they don't know when the next meal is coming and if they'll have a roof over their head. But for a lot of us, it's this ongoing, like just the everyday stressors, right? So, and then when you're in this fight or flight, you have to find ways to complete the stress cycle and tell your body that you're safe. So the number one way to do that is with movement. Um, and it doesn't have to be like crazy movement. It could be 10 minutes of heavy work. It could be a yoga flow. It could be deep breathing. Um, anytime you're getting your body into this present moment. So being mindful, it could be like true connection with someone and being present. Like think of the things you would never do if you were getting chased by a tiger. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, so there's different ways to complete the stress cycle and you kind of start finding what works for you and you start building that awareness like you know like i just need 10 minutes of like burpees and like you can feel it you can feel the tension and you could feel the stress almost leave your body and there's days where like you have to do more um some people can just do some deep breathing some people can you know do some tapping some meditation i mean it's going to be different for everybody and it could just literally be a few minutes of getting your body back into that rest and digest mode. So that's basically what completing the stress cycle is. Yeah, that was just so incredible for me to hear for the first time, like when you told me about it when we were doing our program, because mm -hmm. I didn't notice what it was 
you know, like so, something would happen and I'd be like, why can't I calm down? Why can't I calm down? And it's, mm-hmm. it was my body. I was thinking it was my brain. Like, all right, mm-hmm. this is over. Like, let's calm down now. And it, it's, it's your body that needs to be. Yeah. So mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. And it can take, say like your cup just overflows. It's usually the straw that breaks the camel's back, right? That cup overflows, you know, it happens all the time. Like, you know, when you have young kids and then someone just screams, like, I know for me, I am so sensitive to that that auditory input. Like that's like my biggest sensitivity. And I have a four-year-old who loves to scream. So I can feel it building. And then she just gets in my face and screams as loud as she can. And I like lose it. And then a few seconds later, I'm like, oh my gosh, I had no control over that. Mm. Right. Um, So understanding like what it is, those little things and right that that cup is about to overflow like what can we do right now to complete the stress cycle and also like the tools that we talk about in the coaching program is how can we prevent the cup from overflowing right and prevent like the stress cycle from eating happening um so that's where all that awareness really comes in amazing so for heavy work i knew i I didn't really understand heavy work (laughs) like what that actually meant or what it consists of so will you just touch on a couple of things someone could do if they're feeling this way that's heavy work yes so heavy work is essentially um so one of our we actually have eight senses one of our senses is proprioceptive input which is the fancy for like body awareness so anytime your joints and your muscles are contracting over and over you're like releasing hormones into your body um, like these feel-good hormones, endorphins is one of them. Um, and anytime you're adding resistance, so it could be like jumping up and down. It could be picking up something heavy. It could be, you know, like holding a yoga pose, doing burpees. It could be like a vigorous run. It's um, usually like a, just a little more than just like gentle movement. Um, for everybody, it's a little different. Like, you know, you and I, we were both athletes our whole lives, so we really need like a real heavy, heavy stuff. Like our body seeks that. And some people don't seek it. They're like the people who could just like chill all day, do a little bit of yoga and they feel great. Um, but it's really simple. Anytime you're adding resistance to the body, like when we go grocery shopping, we went to Sam's Club the other day and my husband's like, I'll unload the trunk. I'm like, no, I will. <laughs> I, I do that with like, mowing the lawn. I'm like, I need yeah, to mow the lawn. I'll do it. I'll do it. And yeah. I'm just like, like please. Ah. <laughs> going up all these stairs I'm like I got it like and just like ah oh, it just feels good right yes and paying yes. attention paying attention to what your body needs so when you do do these things and it's usually the things that you enjoy right yes um, just doing more of that and like this is stuff we could do with our kids too like we have a huge trampoline so we do that a lot and we climb and we pick up heavy stuff and throw it <laughs> Yeah, I had my daughter picking up um, flowers and carrying them across the yard the other day, and she was having a great time, and it was heavy work for her, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah, if you just watch, if you have young kids, you just watch them. They do it all the time. They like it. Yeah, yes, they open the cabinet, take all the heavy stuff out, put it back. Pick it out, put it back. Like, yes. You know? <laughs> JJ was doing that this morning. He's nine months. He was taking out cans, putting them down, putting them back. Oh, I love it. Oh, I was like, that's you do real- you, honey. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
And for kids, it's so important because they're building that body awareness. Like they are learning so much when they do that. Yes, it's 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 incredible. Yeah. So you had an amazing post the other day and talking about heavy work just brought it to my mind about exercise and how we're meant to exercise. Mm -hmm. Can you just touch on that real quick? Because I feel like we forget that we're meant to move our bodies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just like think of the way the human body is made. Like we have these like weird long limbs and legs and like, <laughs> like right, what happens when you sit too long? Or like you stand in one position too long? And what happens when you don't move your body? Like you get overweight and you get sick and you get diabetes. Like we're, we've been made to move. I think modern day like jobs and everything have kind of like messed with that a little bit. Um, there's so many great studies about like the benefits of this physical activity. Like walking 13 minutes a day can cut your risk of heart attack by like 40%. Something, something crazy like that. Uh, it's just it, like what our bodies are made to do and it regulates our nervous system and helps our mental health. I know a lot of people who essentially go off medication once they start exercising. You know, it's mm -hmm. really what our bodies need and it helps regulate our nervous system. Yeah, I, I think that's great to keep in mind, especially in motherhood, because, you know, we put off working out because there's so many things to do in the day. It's hard with the kids. But if you just dedicate, like you said, like 13 minutes to walking, like pushing the stroller down the street, or I always say, just do 10 minutes, 10 minutes of something. It's better yeah. than nothing. And it's like, if I always think of, and everything I do in my life, if I was living like as a caveman, like what is my body supposed to be doing? How am I supposed <laughs> to be eating? You know, yeah. like I always think of like what my ancestors way, 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 way back did. And I wouldn't be just uh -huh. sitting on a rock all day. I'd be like walking around, you know what I mean? I'd be like looking for berries or nuts or, yeah. you know, <laughs> walking around trying to make shelter or whatever it is. I wouldn't just be yeah. like laying in the sun on a rock or, you know, <laughs> so yeah, I try to like think about that. Yeah, yeah I'm like, like, I, my body's like, yeah, with a washboard, <laughs> hanging stuff up to dry. Like we're just, yeah, it's just crazy how far gone we got from all of that. And it's our, we've evolved in a certain way that we still need that. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't evolve to just like be hunched over all day at a computer. Yeah, it's so true. I've actually had those same thoughts. I'm like, would I have been a hunter or gatherer? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I would definitely even tackle in some large ass animal. Because <laughs> like that feels good to me. So. Yes. <laughs> it's so, it's, yeah, it's. It really helps you connect with like your inner wisdom too. If you just think back to the, that time, like what would I have been doing if I didn't have this shelter right now, if I wasn't in this house, yeah. if I had to go get my own food, like what would I do? Uh -huh. <laughs> and I feel like and if you just connect to that, it like actually helps you in your actual life, like the way you eat and the way you exercise, whatever feels good to you. Uh -huh. Yeah. For a lot of us moms, like, when we become moms, we kind of stop doing the things we love because, right, mm -hmm. we don't have a lot of time to ourselves. And just thinking back to that, like, what did you enjoy doing, like, before you had kids? Like, a lot of people enjoyed exercising or playing sports, so we kind of stopped doing that. Um, like, I just started playing soccer again, and everything hurts, but I'm so <laughs> happy. 
so happy. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine how good that feels. Yeah, it, it really does. I mean, I like can't walk. <laughs> you still got it. Yeah, yeah. You still got you it know. while you're playing, even if you can't walk out of the... <laughs> Yeah, a lot of times, you know, our ba- like we have a lot of basic needs, like joy is a big one. Like what? Sometimes we have to think back of like, and our, our you know, our needs change when we get, we have children. Um, but we could still tune into ourselves and like, what are things that bring me joy when I'm not with my kids? And, you know, I think we have a lot of misconceptions of like, I can't do these things with my kids. But you really can. Like, if you make it a habit, like, I remember, like, working out with my kids is, like, this, it's, I hate it. Like, a 20-minute YouTube workout, I'm stopping at least 10 times. This is ridiculous. And <laughs> first of all, setting the expectation of, like, I'm going to have to stop a few times. But after I did it consistently, my kids, like, stopped bothering me. And, like, they would go play or they would join me. I remember, like, every time I'd get on the floor, they would come tackle me. And I'd be like, I can't even do push-ups with these kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, we can do all these things with our kids. We can move with our kids. We can, you know, do the things that bring us joy. And you know what? That's going to bring our children joy because we're happy, we're connected, and they're doing it with us. Like, they just want to spend time with us. And, like, all these things so we can do with our children. And I think that's... Um, another limiting belief you know big time it is and once you first start your kids aren't gonna if you're not exercising your kids aren't gonna know what you're doing so they're gonna be like ah mommy like come get me i remember starting my stroller class that i do i do this class and all the kids sit in the stroller and like all i came there and all the kids were so good just chilling in the stroller and nally was like freaking out wanted to get out run around and you have to keep the kids in and I'm like I can't I'm not gonna be able to do this class like I love this class I'm not gonna be able to do it and the other day she she was staying in the stroller nice and calm and she we're running around she's like go mama go go mama go and everyone was like that is so so sweet and it's like oh, yeah. she got used you know what I mean she knows what to expect and now she's like when are we going to stroller class when are we going to stroller class because it's part of our day yeah. And same with same with the YouTube workouts at home. Like they know what to expect. So they're like, oh, mom's doing that. It's going to be going to be some time. Let's go over here and like climb, you know, <laughs> like they, the house. Yeah. yeah, they're like, oh, she's doing that. That's boring. I, we've seen this a million times. Let's go over here. Yeah. So just doing it consistently and your kids start to know what to expect. It's it really helps you out. So if you're just starting out and your kids are if you're feeling like they're holding you back in some way or mm-hmm. stopping you too much, just stick with it. And I promise every mom yes. I've talked to that does this at home says the same mm-hmm. thing. Like they just join you or they do their own thing and let you have your time. So stick with it. <laughs> yes. Keep going. It does get easier. <laughs> yes. And like, we're, we're all like newer moms. We have younger kids. So mm-hmm. it's all like new to us, like navigating how to, do life with our kids and them seeing us children learn from modeling like you tell your kids to do something they're not going to do it they're going to copy everything you do mm-hmm. so these amazing habits and there's so much research showing you know adults that are healthy and active they were you know children of active parents like mm-hmm. before the age of nine they were consistently active with their family so if we start now 
now, you know, these habits are not only helping us, but they're helping our kids. And this is going to be something they always do, which is yes. pretty cool to think like how we're, you know, we're not just taking care of ourselves because right when we take care of ourselves, we're taking care of our families, you know? Yes, it's so true. I, I'm so into working out in fitness because my parents were, when I was growing up, like I was, I basically grew up in my gym daycare watching my mom do aerobics while my dad was weightlifting <laughs> downstairs. I love that. Yeah, I remember my dad having all these protein bars and making protein shakes. And I was, I thought it was so cool. Jump yeah. roping in the driveway. Like, that's what I remember from my childhood. And I, I really looked up to that. So once I turned the age, you could get a gym membership. I think it was like 14. You could go with a parent. I was like, I'm, I want to go in there with you guys. I want to do what you're doing. Yeah. And it just... That's just been my life. I, it wasn't hard for me to get into. And if that mm -hmm. wasn't your life, then you can do that for your children so they won't have to, you yeah. know, figure it out on their own. That yeah. You set the bar. Uh, and it's so and true. Like they, said, they watch you. Yes. And, like, if this is a new habit for you, like, stick with it. Like, stick with it. Take 66 days of consistency to, like, you know, that neuroplasticity to build new new paths in the brain. So stick with everything and it becomes a habit. When something's a habit, you don't really have to think about it. You kind of just Yeah, you it. just you just do it. And yeah. even if you fall off, it's so much easier to get back back on board than when you're just not doing something and you're trying to go to a hundred miles mm -hmm. per hour from doing nothing and it's like, oh, I'm really tired, I'm gonna fall off. Yeah. But if you yes, just add it up over time, your your body and your mind, it it gets used to it. Mm -hmm. Like you said, like, it's just 10 minutes. It's just like starting to have it, even if it's just five minutes. Because, right, if you go big, too big, too hard, your nervous system is like, ew, this is too much. <laughs> yep. This is uncomfortable. So it's I'm like, not doing this right. again. <laughs> yes. How many times have you met someone who goes on a big, crazy diet or does something? Like, 90% oh, yeah. of them Everyone. never follow through with it. Yeah. I do, I used to do it all the time. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then one day goes by and I'm like, I'm getting some ch nachos. <laughs> like something I never would have done before. I'm like, I'm going to just like binge. Yes. So for someone just starting out, speaking of like getting into exercising and doing things like that for yourself, I feel like a lot of parents are just exhausted like, I know there's a lot of days I'm, I feel just exhausted. My husband's exhausted, like working, taking care of the young children, doing things around the house, keeping up with just life. <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. It can be exhausting. So how, what do you recommend parents do to combat that? Like, how, how do we like get energy? I don't know right. <laughs> how I'm trying to say this. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, having young kids is hard. Like, you know, it's just understanding that this is temporary. We're not going to be tired forever. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know, it feels like forever. Like, I, I know so many older people come up to us, like, we're on the beach, and they're like, you have such a beautiful family. I remember <laughs> when my kids were young. It's, it's hard as hell, but it's so good. You know, like, yes. <laughs> understanding, like, this is hard, and it's temporary, and you know what, you know, sleep is one of the most important basic needs. And a lot of times, that's not something we have control over. Like, you understand that. Mm -hmm. You know, I had both kids, we were sick, like, we went like, almost two weeks with horrible sleep. And I, I was a hot mess. But right, you can, 
you can do gentle sleep training, right? Because right. if your kids are not sleeping, you're not sleeping. So it kind of starts with like the whole family implementing, you know, better sleep habits and right. Understanding I, there's going to be nights where I'm not going to have good sleep. So try to get to bed early mm-hmm. and, and meet your other basic needs to almost make up for the fact that you're not sleeping. Right. Like, you mm-hmm. know, that like, when you sleep horribly, you're like, I need a lot of heavy work because yes. like, you wake up and you just feel it. Like your jaw is tense. Like you just wake up so dysregulated and uh, so many of us are tired. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying to prioritize your sleep and your children's sleep and then making sure you meet all your other basic needs to just help, help with that. And, you know, implementing little, little rest habits right? Instead of just going all the time, like those little bouts of rest can really help too. Yeah. So something that you helped me with so much was like my nine month old son, as you know, he Mm -hmm. woke up a lot in the night, so I wasn't really sleeping and I'm exclusively Mm -hmm. breastfeeding. So it was always like me going in. And Mm -hmm. so I always thought I needed to like wake up and meditate and journal so I could like be a great version of myself, which mm-hmm. that does help you become a great version of yourself. It's something yeah. I still feel very strongly about, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm the mindset mother. Like I need to go get up and journal and do all these things that I teach everyone else to do. Mm-hmm. And you gave me permission basically. Like I needed someone to tell me like, no, you need to sleep. Like don't wake up before the kids, like sleep as much as you can. Uh And once I started doing that, after two weeks, I noticed for the first time in my entire life, I'm like about to cry because it was like incredible. I was sitting watching my kids play in the first thing in the morning and I felt so present. Like I wasn't thinking about what there is to do in the morning. I didn't have to unload the dishwasher. I didn't have to, you know, clean up any other toys. Like I was just there watching them like so happy drinking my coffee. And I was like, whoa, I am, I'm present. Like I'm actually here. I'm not, I used to have to force myself to be present. Like, come on, Kayla, focus, look at the kids, (laughs) look at the kids playing. They're so amazing. Just look at them, like be in the moment. And I, I was still like, my mind would be darting off. Yeah. And what I was doing is like, well, my, I would got the two kids on the same sleep schedule and I would sleep, like take a nap during the day. And that helped me like refuel Mm -hmm. And mm. consistent, consistently doing that for two weeks, like changed my life. Yeah. So prioritizing your basic needs could be something like that. Like you might be trying to force something that mm-hmm. you think is good for you, but you may need more sleep like I did <laughs> to yes. regulate. Yes. And so. you, you understand how that makes you feel, right? Sleep is something I definitely need. And I've met women who like, oh, sleep is like their number five out of six. I'm like. voice your nervous system because a lot of times you're like I need to journal I need to do this and you know now that you have that awareness you're like is this going to cause me stress is this going to is this going to dysregulate me even more or can I just not do it or do it later 
Like that is, that is so powerful. Like you're giving yourself control because right. Anytime you have free time, you're like, I need to unload the dishes. I need to answer this email. And it's like, why, why do we do that to ourselves? Like listening to that. And you're like, right now I need to sleep because that's what's best for me. And that's going to help maintain a regular nervous system. So that's what I'm going to do. Right. Cause all the other crap, like this is another belief that it just hit me today. Like all the things we think we have to do, this never ending to do list, you don't have to do them right now because Mm -hmm. the dishes are going to get emptied. Like the clothes and the laundry are going to get done. Like you don't have to do them now. So asking yourself, is this going to give me more stress? Is this going to make me more dysregulated? Or can I just do it later and take these few minutes to rest right now? Right. And that's that implementing forced rest. Like we're not meant to just go all the time. Like that's how you get out yes it's so true mm-hmm. it's so true and the to-do to-do list really doesn't end it's the same thing every does. day you know what i mean <laughs> it's is. the same thing every day you know you gotta put the dishes away you gotta load the dishwasher you gotta do the laundry pull the yeah. laundry put it away and you can put that on pause for 10 uh-huh. minutes <laughs> you know yeah. rest a little bit just sit sit with your thoughts and Mm -hmm. get back to it when, when you're done resting. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's huge. So, oh, sorry, go go ahead. ahead. (laughs) Yeah. I was just saying like how having that awareness of your body is just the most important thing. Mm. Like I was, I was thinking today, like I went for like a one hour walk because I'm just like, I need it. I need it. It's so nice. And I'm like, I almost start crying because I know I will never get burned down again. Like never. Because my awareness, I am so in tune with my body. Like today, I'm like, I don't have to go home and do all this stuff because it's just going to dysregulate me even more. And I'm going to pick up my kids and I'm not going to be like present with them because I'm just going to like, that that stress right that the stimulus just accumulates right like we have Mm -hmm. to we have to rest um it was just so powerful like i have control i'm not going to get burnt out again and when i get overstimulated or start to feel overwhelmed i can stop Mm. and i can assess what's going on and i can take care of myself and that is just so empowering and i was gonna say that's so empowering Yes. And it's so, it's so cool to like help other women discover this. Right. Cause like, I feel unstoppable now. Like I, I feel like I can do anything. Oh yeah. You're, you're crushing it. Like just watching you and like grow your business and everything. Like I could just tell, like there's yeah. a certain energy to, to you. That's very attractive. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you're just, that's why people want to work with you because you're so regulated. It's like, oh, yeah. I want that. <laughs> Give me yeah. some of that. That's amazing. Yes. And right, it's not like I like to think of like life isn't just balanced, right? It's life is right. a roller coaster. So mm-hmm. knowing like I'm not always going to be this like then person, like I, I have hard days still, but they're not going to turn into hard weeks or hard months anymore. Right. Like, you know how to get yourself back to, like, a regulated state and balance. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. It is. Oh, that's, that's so great. So, I want to talk about transitions. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
we both have ADHD, so we talked a lot about this. But that's something I had no idea until I worked with you. I struggled with, and I feel like a lot of mothers struggle with this, and even their children may struggle with this too, is transitioning from one task to the other. So, like, if I'm trying to make a snack for Natalie and then she all of a sudden needs to go to the bathroom. I'm like, what? Like I, I, it's so hard for me to like stop what I'm doing and turn around. And I just get like this buildup of stress for, and I never really knew what it was until we talked about transitions. So yeah, we touch on that really quick. Yeah, of course. So <clears throat> if you're around kids, it's easier to notice like hard transitions, like, okay, we're going to turn the TV off and go do this. Oh, yeah. ah! Or like, okay, we have to stop what we're doing and do this. No. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that is a transition. Like the brain and the body have to shift from one thing to another. And for adults, like a lot of us, if we have a sensitive nervous system, right, that's like one in five of us, transitioning is going to be difficult. So like you said, a lot of us, struggle with like we're either we either hyper focus or we don't focus and it takes it's like a processing thing for like our brain and our sensory system so once you're kind of in something it can be difficult to like task shift right <clears throat> like you said like I'm doing something and I like almost have to finish it before I stop and I go and do something else yes. and that goes with a lot of things like I know me and you have talked about how we don't like really watch tv and scroll on our phones right before bed because what happens if like just think about it. you're scrolling you're watching like this action-packed movie and then you go and lay down like your brain and your body are still mm -hmm. like on that like your brain kind of fits into that container <clears throat> i like to think of our brains as like kind of slime and they will fit into any container like that we're, we're giving it um so that's why people are like, oh, yeah, take me forever to fall asleep. I'm like, well, what were you doing before you fell asleep? You know, like, <clears throat> that's why it takes time for people, you know, to transition, especially if it's a task or if it's something bigger than that. Um, and that's really good awareness to have, too. Like, like I notice that in myself when I'm cooking, I'm kind of like in this frantic state because I'm like, God, it's getting late. We got like, to gotta, like, get this meal ready. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm getting the plate, I'm getting the food and I sit down with my kids and I just want to like have a calm like meal and like talk. And I'm still like on that, like I'm still frantic. And like for the whole meal, I'm feeling like that. I'm like, God. Yeah, like, you're like eating I, like. <laughs> 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 just like not even making eye contact because I'm still like, you yes. know, like, I was just thinking about that not too long ago. I'm like, I think I need like a few minutes to just like, Ah, and then like sit down and eat and like, yes. relax, right? But our brains and our bodies like take time to kind of ease into the next thing. Mm. That's such a good example. Dinner time. Yeah. I've seen so many people talking about like the witching hour, like how that's like the craziest time <laughs> of the day, and it is yeah. for a lot of us because like we're winding down, we're trying to get dinner ready, like mm -hmm. you know, people are getting home from work or whatever it is, and. Yeah, it's a it's a very difficult transition, and then it's like, yeah. all right, then we got to get ready for bed, and it's just like the whole end of the day is like so crazy. At uh, least over here. <laughs> yeah, it feels. I hate. I hate it. It feels so rushed. Yes. Like, I'm to like, get why am I rushing? <laughs> I know. I've been just, just go to bed. Go to bed. I'm like, this beef better cook quicker. <laughs> like, <laughs> like everything's on high heat, and yeah. you're just like burning everything. Like, I know everything just. <laughs> 
<laughs> so true. Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, and that that book I think I told you I'm I'm reading called the the elimination of hurry and it's so oh, good yeah. it's like the ha- her, hurry is the enemy of peace right it like, is when we're in a hurry we can't like be peaceful and present and connected so it's like <clears throat> I'm starting to like meal prep like I am the laziest like person ever like I'm like just the thought of like my friends who would meal prep I'm like ew that's gross like. <laughs> But, like, I hate the stress of the evening. Like, I want to be chill and, like, hang out with my parents, so, like, mm-hmm. with my kids and be a good parent. And I'm like, I think I need to start meal prepping stuff. Like, I'm just going to cook in bulk and free stuff so I don't have that extra stress. Like, how can I help my future self? You know, how can I yes. make my life easier? Um, and that's, like, the hardest part of the day for me, that and getting out the door. So kind of brainstorming, like, how can I make my life a little easier mm. and less stressful? Um, I love that question. How do I help my future self? I feel like that's kind of been a theme of this whole conversation. Like, how can you like identify the hard parts in your day Mm -hmm. and figure out what you need to do so they're not as difficult because over time it all adds up and then that's, that's where your stress is. You know, that's where all that stress builds and stress is like the worst thing for you. It's like the worst thing for your health the worst thing for your nervous system, your family. Et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So identify the hardest parts in your day. So if it's dinner time, mm-hmm. like, can you do a workout before you, you make start making dinner? Like, can that be yeah. part of your routine or uh, meal prepping? Mm-hmm. If waking up is the hardest thing for you, like, can you get heavy work in? Can you get a walk in? Something mm-hmm. that helps you not get as stressed <laughs> and yeah. frantic. I feel like that's yeah. like how I feel in motherhood a lot is like, I'm like frantic and like in a hurry. I'm like, what? And Jordan B. Peterson had this video and he was saying like, what are you in such a, what do you got to do that's so important? Like, why can't you just be present with your kids? What do you got to do that's so important? And I think about that video all the time. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, what am I trying to do right now? Like, why am I in a rush to get to the library? Like, yeah. you know what it's I mean? Like I'm like, everyone get in the car. We're going to read some books. Come on. <laughs> I, I always find myself like I realize because my four-year-old's been like kind of copying like me, but the good thing, and I notice like getting everyone in the car is like a point of stress, and like mm. I take deep breaths when I'm like, like the, the straps are tight, and like <laughs> the car seats, oh, <laughs> try not to lose it, and I notice her like, like taking deep breaths, and like oh my god, like That's okay, amazing. I gotta like. I like that rushing like how can I just not rush out the door mm. like <laughs> yeah like and I love it when you like right thinking of like your future self mm. and then you you get to that future place and then you're like oh thank you past Alex like, yes. yes you did it yes. like, you're amazing like, thank you yes like those little habits of like getting everything cleaned like the kitchen clean getting everything set up the night before so you wake up in oh, the morning I love and things like mm-hmm. oh I love waking up to a clean kitchen. It still smells oh. like <laughs> this vinegar spray I use. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the good stuff. <laughs> and that's that's so empowering because it's you. That's the thing. Like, we, we wait for someone to tell us, like, all right, like, you should do this so you're not as stressed anymore. You should do that so you're mm-hmm. not as stressed anymore. But you can take it into your hands right now and just mm-hmm. think about what your future self would need. Mm-hmm. and 
set yourself up for success. And that's you like saving your future self. Like that's you saving you. Like yeah. everything exists in the present moment. Like this is all that is. Yeah. So just, yeah, that's very empowering. Like you can help yourself right now. Yeah. And, and building that awareness, like, I think I listened to your podcast a long time ago on journaling and you actually, that podcast got me into journaling again. Really? Like nice. A, yes. <laughs> I don't think I ever told you that. Like, it's just lifesaver. That's why I really started building awareness. And like, it's such a good habit. Like, just say how you're feeling. And then like, then you could go back like, oh, a few weeks ago, struggling with this. Like, what could I have done differently? You know, like writing down, like, God, I'm so, like, just dumping it out. Like, I'm so stressed, like, this time of day, like, oh, you know, and, and right, if you just think about it, it kind of, like, leads us. So mm -hmm. just writing things down and going back. That's how I realized I was getting burnt out, because I had been burnt out for months. I didn't even know. And then yes. I'm just, like, I'm flipping back. I'm, like, hold on. I've been writing the same stuff for weeks and weeks and weeks like what the hell's going on you know mm. uh, so writing things down is it's just so powerful you're like taking that power you're putting it down and you can refer back to it you know yeah you can see trends like I, i've been journaling since 2017 now and i found one of my old journals and i was reading one from like 2017 and 2018 2019 and in january of wow. every year i was having the same issue <laughs> which is so weird i'm like i don't know like what triggered that like the cold weather or something like just being like seasonal depression or something but i'm like why in january do i always like get so emo yeah <laughs> and so like now i'm very aware i'm like okay like i need to make sure i'm taking ca better care of myself because i'm always getting like emo in, G in january <laughs> for whatever reason because so, you, you grew up in new england it's yes hell. oh my so gosh sad. <laughs> I'm in Nebraska now and everyone was making fun of me. They're like, oh, have fun with the cornfields. I'm like, well, it's sunny like every day. So yeah. I haven't noticed <laughs> any like seasonal depression since I've been here the whole year. So that's positive. Yeah, good. But, yeah, that's great awareness. That's something you may, it's like those little things. Like, how did I not realize this? Like, mm -hmm. hello. It really uh, affects so you. Yeah. Yeah. Writing things down. So powerful. Yeah, just doing a brain dump and just like first thing in the morning, like sometimes I wake up so stressed and I just write it all down and like, I have to do this, I have to do that. Like I just be going crazy writing it all down. And instead of just keeping in my head, like, you know, thinking about it all morning, I'd write it down and I literally would forget everything that I thought yeah. was so important that I needed to do. Like transferring that energy onto a piece of paper is so powerful. <laughs> it is. I actually went to a conference a few months ago and like, you know, we hear about, yeah, journaling is good for you, blah, blah, blah. But, like, there is research behind it. It's This one study showed just journaling 10 minutes a week for six weeks changes the brain. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so Imagine powerful. if you're journaling, like, every day just for yeah. five minutes. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. And if you're journaling, like, rewiring your limiting beliefs, like, you got me back into doing <laughs> Like yeah. just writing down what you want for your future, like visual visions for the future. Even I was writing down when I was working with you, like every, every day my sleep is getting better. Like I made sure I wrote that down every morning yeah. and then my sleep was getting so much better. And I was yeah. at a point where I was like, I'm never sleeping again. Like this is like <laughs> way too far gone. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way I'm sleeping until he's like three, but it like, it, it really works. And then it helps you see 
opportunities and different things in your life, you know, that you, you wouldn't have seen if you didn't bring awareness to what you desire, what you're looking for, what you want. Yeah. Yeah. That's been a big one for me. Just like, like I used to tell myself, I, you know, I don't have time. I'm mm. trying to do that. You know, those were self-learning beliefs. And I like reprogram those. And I'm like, you know, this is like, that is so deep within my, you know, subconscious. Oh, yeah. So writing those things down over and over, it's like you're kind of brainwashing yourself. And you now are, I have yeah. these beliefs. Yeah. Now I have these beliefs where like, I have, I don't have to like rush to do things. I'm like, there will be time for that. Yes. You know, there is enough time. Time is abundant. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like those are the main limiting beliefs that most mothers have is like, I don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm exhausted. I can't do that. I'm mm-hmm. too tired. And mm-hmm. you, you had another post the other day that really inspired me. I was about to skip my workout and I never really do that. And it was like, Oh, what did it say? Oh, energy is create. Like you can create energy. Yes. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, now I got to work out. (laughs) Damn it, Alex. (laughs) But then I I felt so good, and I was like, yeah, I'm creating energy. Let's go. Like, it's just very empowering. So just what you tell yourself Mm -hmm. can change everything. If you're just telling yourself, like, oh, I'm too tired, man. And I would just mosey on throughout my day, like I always do. Then that's what's going to keep happening forever until you change it. You have to make the decision that you're going to change your beliefs. Yeah. And then you have to put put in work to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's getting uncomfortable. That's something that's helped me a lot. You know, like personal development. Like, that's, right. our, our body and nervous system wants to stay comfortable, you know. Mm. It will, our nervous system will choose a familiar hell over, like, a new heaven. Like, this is what I know. And even if it's chaos and dysregulation, this is what I know. It's familiar. Mm. And when you start, that's why I have my coaching program eight weeks. It should be longer. It probably will be longer soon. But that's why it takes time to make change. Like your nervous system, you know, needs that little bit of change every day, that consistency. Because um, <clears throat> it, it can be uncomfortable, like trying these new things. So I tell women, like, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Like if you're ready for some life change, you know, um, so that's where I am. I'm like, God, I gotta get uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I wanna make big leaps and bounds, you know? Yeah. It, and that's when, when you feel the most uncomfortable, that's like, all right, like I'm about to like break a barrier. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I'm about to be at the next level. And uh-huh. it, then the, the universe, God sends you tests and they're like, are you gonna still, are you sure about this? You really wanna? <laughs> yeah. You know? That's when you start self sabotaging. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, I know we've all been there too. It's the and test. A parents, yes, a lot of parents are like, I'm a prioritized sleep. And then you're like, oh, but I just want to stay up. I yeah, I just want to hang out with my husband and watch a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then you're exhausted the next day. So, yeah, it's hard. You know, it takes yeah. Once you get consistent and having someone like an accountability person like you, like you're coaching. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That's what I needed for sure. Like mm-hmm. I needed you to be like, sleep, please. <laughs> like, and it, it worked. Like I wouldn't have done that. I'd be like, oh no. If like, yeah. I just heard that on like a YouTube video, I'd be like, oh no, I don't need to sleep. Like I, I can get up still and do my, my little rituals I got going on. But that, mm-hmm. that really helped me. So 
yeah, let's talk about your your program a little bit before we go. So you have this eight week program coaching mm-hmm. parents. So I'll let you. <laughs> yeah. So in a traditional like occupational therapy setting, right? We we do therapy weekly for like three to six months. So you know, like I'm creating this program, and it's not something we can just do a few times, right? We're making real change because, yeah. right? As OTs, we address the person, we address the environment, we adapt the task. It's very holistic, and it's a lot of education too. So it's eight weeks, and we meet every hour, every week for an hour, face to face, and then there's a little bit of homework and carryover. We write goals. It's really goal oriented. Oh, I know you like that about the program. Yeah. So like <laughs> Kayla will nap. <laughs> yes. you know, like, I love writing that down. I'm like, all right, now I really got to do it. We wrote yeah, it down. It's like simple, <laughs> attainable goals every week. And it kind of just like it builds and it's gentle and transformational, right? It's not like going too big, too fast and just educating. So you really understand your sensory needs and your own nervous system and building that awareness through practice, right? <clears throat> And, you know, we implement really simple habits. Like you're going to take, you know, a five minute rest, you know, before, you know, you cook dinner or you're going to, you know, journal, you know, some of your triggers and what was overstimulating you during the day. And you're going to reflect on that. And, um, you know, that accountability is pretty huge too. So we check in the middle of the week, see how you're doing, how the goals are doing. You know, we like brainstorm together, like, what does your day look like? How can we change it? How can we problem solve? You know, you know, being a coach, I'm just kind of like a guy. Like, mm. you know, you, you guys are doing all the work. You're making the decision to have life change. You know, I'm kind of just helping you along the process. And it, it is life change. Because once you do this work, there's no going back. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're just leveling up from there. And that's when you start living in your purpose. And, you know, I have women that I've worked with are like, I don't, my job's not working for me anymore. Like, I, you know, like, and you're realizing that because you're starting to realize your needs. And like, this is why I'm getting burnt out all the time. So it's pretty amazing, you know, what happens when you really start taking care of yourself. Um, you know, it's just amazing work. I'm just so blessed to be doing it. Oh, yeah. It's so needed. It's mm-hmm. so needed. I'm so thankful that I met you and I got to work with you. That was literally changed my life. So. Oh, I could go on and on about it forever. <laughs> well, you were an amazing, amazing woman to coach. You were like on top of everything. You oh, know? Thank you. <laughs> I mean, if someone tells me to do something and like you have, like, like I said earlier, you're so regulated. It's like so inspiring. I'm like, how do I do that? Whatever she tells me to do, I'm going to do it. <laughs> oh, girl, I was not always like this. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's yeah. even more inspiring. Like you were able you went from being so burnt out and now you're just like, like consistently regulated and you know how to get back to regulation if like you fall off for any reason. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, when I think back on, you know, I think I share with you like postpartum depression and anxiety and I was mm. on medication for that. And, oh, it's just pretty amazing how, you know, I used to be this anxious mess and I would spiral and I wouldn't be able to leave my house. And, you know, I, I had been doing this work with kids and I'm just like, there's gotta be a way I can't live like this anymore. And it yeah. really started with journaling and just building that awareness, like going back and just like, gosh, I've been struggling for this long and I had no idea. 
Um, so it's just empowering that all women, like we can all live like this. Like you don't yes. have to be exhausted and burn out all the time. Like you can have control, you can have awareness. And like, that's Preach. where life starts. <laughs> yes. yes, you have to have a regulated nervous system. When you are in survival mode, you can't access higher functions of learning. Like survival mm. mode essentially shuts off your prefrontal cortex. Like that's where like higher levels of functioning, being present, connected, understanding your purpose, like that, you can't do that when you're in survival mode. Yes. And just the stress, the constant stress to your body, people get so sick. I know women who are hospitalized because they get so burnt out. Oh yeah. And we can't live in survival mode. You know, it's, no. it's, it's, it's killing us. It is. It is. It's, it's not... It literally is slowly killing you. And like, what's gonna happen when your kids get older? You're just gonna be a shell of a human. Like, yeah, it's so important to take the steps now and not think about it later. Like, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do okay. it later. Because later is going to come and mm-hmm. you're going to be you could be too far gone. Like no one's too far gone, but like it's going to yeah. be really hard to get back. You know, yeah, and there's people who live like that. Like like I was raised by a single mom with three kids. She's like, Alex, I was like in survival mode for like 15 years. Yeah. Yep. And she's like. I think my body's still recovering from that. Mm. Like, holy crap. Yeah, and like people who have like traumatic childhoods and it just keeps going and going and going. Uh, you know, it's just it's so important to do this work. Like it's it's not even important, like it's necessary. Yes, <laughs> you know? for yourself and for yeah. your family. Yeah. For the world. Like you're you're raising these children and they're gonna go out in the world and raise children. It's gonna keep spreading and spreading and spreading. Like yeah. it starts with you. Yeah, it's like a ripple effect. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so true. Sounds corny, but it's true. <laughs> well, Alex, where can people find you on social media? Or how can they get in contact with you if they want to work with you? Yeah, so I'm the confident parent. It's all lowercase with periods instead of faces. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook. So you can just direct message me. One day I'll have a website. <laughs> oh, websites are so <laughs> stressful. <laughs> I'm like, it used to take me two hours to make a reel. I'm like, I'll get to the website. Yeah, you'll get all there. I need is, yes, women yeah. message me all the time. And, you know, we start with just like a 30-minute pre-call. Like, let me know what you're, like, you're going through. And, mm-hmm. you know, I can start, you know, leading you in the right direction. Perfect. I'll put that in the show notes, too. So you guys can go check it out there. And, yeah, Alex, thank you so much. I'm, I was so excited to have you on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kayla. This is like the second podcast I've ever been on. Woo! So fun. Yay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks, guys.